0: Welcome to John Boy and Jake Radio, episode number 202, the date is April 21st, the topics are sports and news, Jake playing through a hurt back, BBD in the bottom right, and me wearing a baseball in my head, let's do it, welcome to the show, happy Tuesday Jake, your least favorite day of the week, hope it hasn't attacked you yet, has it?
1: Tuesday life, man. That's uh that's where we're at. We've got three Tuesdays a week now. Um and it's I, I mean it just is what it is. This uh this strained muscle pinch nerve situation is is not ideal uh despite despite everyone out there trying to get one of them, but uh yeah, hurting pretty good. Uh nice mix of Advil, Icy Hot, Um, I got the heating pad going, do some old lady stretches here and there, but, uh, make it better right now. The best solution is just shower. So I don't know, just two long showers a day. I got going right now, which that's kind of huge for me, but that's uh, nice. Yeah. I mean, that's otherwise we're living the dream over here.
0: Hot shower, your skin. You finding that your skin's rather dry?
1: Um, No. Are you?
0: I'm not showering twice a day. That dries out your skin. <clears throat> but I hope no, not, that
1: you're... not Poppy's greasy skin, babe.
0: Mmm, good I call. Could,
1: I could cook pasta sauce over here if I wanted. You think?
0: <laughs> that's gross, Jake. Yeah. That's that's something. Well, uh, you are mastering the heating pad. Nothing, not much. Just chilling. Uh, I don't know. Life. Weekends are weird. Didn't do anything. I was in a funk all weekend, I think, so I didn't do much. We were gonna paint. We didn't paint. Saturday I had like a lazy day, but I didn't want to have a lazy day. Like I, so I was mad at myself because I should have just woke up and started working right away. But I thought, nah, it's weekend. Let's not do it. And then uh, maybe I'll work later at night. Whatever. It sucked. I was mad at myself. But now I'm good. I'm happy. I like Tuesdays. I got my coffee. Well, I'm doing well. We got a lot of shows coming out today. That's why I love Tuesdays. And also because opposite than you Monday's my bad day and then Tuesday I accept the week. Where right. you have your 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 theory is you're one day behind. Wednesday's when you accept the week. Tuesday's when you're well,
1: like Well, Monday's Monday's a necessary evil. Monday has to exist. It's like uh, it's a yin and yang thing in the world.
0: Mm-hmm. Monday does have to exist. Just another manic Monday. Like Tuesday
1: doesn't fucking have to happen. <laughs> like if you went Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I think everyone would be cool with that.
0: Mm, I, what if you go Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday?
1: Oh my God, no. Tragic. Back-to-back tea days? You're nuts. People are mixing up their schedules. Oh, I thought that would be every, like, high school kid's excuse. Oh, I thought, oh, Tuesdays, Thursday. Thursday. Oh, my God, the T's got me again.
0: That is true. That is a good point.
1: I mean, you got to think about these things, Jim. Wednesday blows. I don't mind Wednesday. Monday and tough we- start, but a good finish.
0: Monday and Wednesday are easily my least favorite days of the week.
1: Can't do. But the, the people know my stance on the days of the week.
0: What was your weekend like? What did you do? Just laid around, hurt.
1: What did we do? Yeah, uh, hurting pretty good. Um, <laughs> yeah, I. And it's like when I when I wake up, I wake up because I'm kind when of when I pain wake up unless I take unless I take my my drugs. Um, yeah, man. I I don't even know. Oh, we we did. Uh, we do have one highlight. Uh, that's that's pretty neat. Uh, we've started. Uh, watching Friday Night Lights, the TV show. Uh, so that's pretty huge.
0: That is huge. The first episode's um, I think not we're... great. Did you... How, first how episode's never got... great. Yeah, um, yeah, first step's never great.
1: We're, Yeah, I think we're three or four in at this point. And, I mean, I, I know it. I, I didn't watch every episode, but, I mean, it was so much a part of uh, kind of our high school culture when we were there and... Um, I don't know, just seeing bits and pieces from different episodes. So I kind of know the characters. I know a little bit of where some of the things are heading, but it's a good show. So in long episodes, which is pretty huge. Um, I don't think I've watched, uh, an hour long EP show in a while. So, yeah,
0: it it is, it is a weird watch because they botched season two, one storyline really bad. To the point where they like apologize to the viewers because it was so bad, and then season three is when the writer strike happened, and so the season just ends, you know, because the they, they so like I wonder when people binge it when they're like, wait, what's going on? Because you 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 like the writer strike, they don't like let you know, like wait, that that ended right. abruptly. <laughs> like they they should put on the binge thing, like. The writer strike happened, so this was the last episode, but it wasn't supposed to be the last episode.
1: Yeah, I mean, I probably won't even notice that, but...
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, because every season ends with, like, a championship besides the third. They don't even do For it.
1: sure. So, I was like, wait, what?
0: <clears throat> There's one episode from Friday Night Lights and one scene that I go back and watch a lot uh, that I really enjoy. I think it's in the fourth season. Just, coach, just Taylor and Riggins
1: Good.
0: being... Stand up men. Role models. Sir. Sure. Yeah. That's awesome. Whose decision was that? Jess's? Yours?
1: Oh, uh, it's kind of a team decision. Uh Jess is a big fan. Um, and I mean sports.
2: So
0: sports. <laughs> Got your, get your sports fix there. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, we want to talk about Friday Night Lights for a full hour? It's great, great series. We can.
1: I mean, it'd, it'd be really have to ease into it. Your girl Minka Kelly. Um, oh, so to, hot! Trying, trying to think what else we got.
0: You know, Peter Berg made Friday Night Lights, and Peter Berg is Film Forty Five is his company.
1: Yep, that's cool. That's okay. cool. Um, Little Blind. In- info for the people um yeah man i'm trying to think of anything oh i mean jordan Doc, we're going to talk about that with with the deportes um i'm trying to think of, like what else happened this weekend i don't know
0: i watched i watched uh the movie the gentleman by guy ritchie real yes. so dude um i watched it Caden and i watched it we were both hooked like both like phones down enjoying it and i was like halfway through like wow like we're both really into this Cause I don't mind picking up my phone during a show or like someone else. does. So like, I think it's just kind of part of life now when you're sitting on the couch, sure. especially quarantine time, but we were both really into it. I like Guy Ritchie films. And then as soon as it was over, I know that Evan of Evan and co also likes Guy Ritchie films. Hmm. So I texted him, check this out, Jake. I texted him and said, did you see the gentleman and his response? He
1: watched it this weekend.
0: Yes, his response was a picture of his, of his TV and say, is this a sick joke? I finished it 30 seconds ago. Yeah. So Evan and I were watching the same movie at the same time, but didn't plan it. And then it was awesome because we got to post-game talk about it at the same yeah. exact time.
1: We'll Recapper.
0: Yeah. I thought it was awesome. I loved it. I like Guy Ritchie films, though. So.
2: Good. Don's ex.
0: Have you, have you seen it, BBD? Have you seen any Guy Ritchie films? Snatch, Lock, Stock?
2: don't think i have you've seen friday night light i actually haven't because by the time it became into into my consciousness i just knew it got bad pretty quick i was like oh well i'm not gonna who told you that they're wrong season, that's good and the second season i know it was bad oh so it never, no, no it just never happened that's but unfair like, though actually hearing it
0: one storyline of the second season is bad all the other storylines are good <laughs> And then everyone acted like like they were like oh shit it's gonna get bad because they changed cast because it's high school but they do that in the later seasons really really well it's it stays good throughout it stays consistent uh, okay. for what it is
2: at some what point are your weekend about BBD uh Jordan doc this weekend which we'll get into uh I'm trying to, I I really can't think of anything else I did uh because that was like all over two days ago and can't have that long in memory right now
1: yeah
0: yeah i also watched a documentary on the band which was good nice but very biased like incredibly biased oh yeah
1: i started watching i watched some smithsonian baseball documentary thing that was okay um martin sheen narrating they did like a babe ruth one they did a hank aaron one hank aaron one was good Babe Ruth one they like forgot to upload the audio so that was a tough look um
0: where was this Smithsonian
1: yeah Smithsonian got a baseball thing it's the Smithsonian app 30 day trial it's whatever um and they uploaded it without
0: audio that's tough
1: they 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 put the voice audio in like way too low like you couldn't hear it like it was definitely a mistake um because I like, try, I did the episodes around it. Um, because it was Hank Aaron and Luke or er, uh, Gehrig, yeah. And the Babe Ruth one, the audio wasn't right. And it's like, come on, guys, Babe Ruth, like this is your this is the money maker right here. That's
0: that's the one,
1: that's the guy. Um, and then yeah, I think the other big news from yesterday was Noodle the Doodle got uh, got posted on a large uh, Doodle Instagram account. Um, so Did you get any crossover,
0: bigger, f- any new followers on Doodle's account?
1: He he got he got some new followers. He um, you know it's it's getting to his head, but um, it's deserved. So, it's
0: good news. I found out about a a Jewish minor league baseball player that they nicknamed the Rabbi of SWAT. Mm. He never panned out. He only played two games. He only got eight at bats. But the Giants wanted to rival Babe Ruth with a Jewish player because there's a lot of Jewish people in New York. So they got this guy's name was uh, Moses Solomon. Mm. And then they nicknamed him the rabbi of SWAT, and he was the home run king of the minor leagues. They made like a big to-do about it, but he couldn't catch a ball, so he never made it.
1: It's tough. Yeah, yeah.
0: no DH. Probably would have been, been the rabbi of SWAT might have been a real thing if they had a DH. Damn brutal
1: gotta be more to it than that because if you can hit a little bit they'll find a spot for you
0: so he couldn't catch it all so they sent him back to the minors and then he lost his power stroke and yeah. he stayed good like he hit 300 for like seven years straight in the minors but he wasn't the power threat so he just never got called back up gotcha yeah but he hit in, a, in his eight games he had three hits with a double like his lifetime stats in his two games are really good. His eight at-bats.
1: Take the it. rabbi
0: of SWAT. How about that?
1: We are the rabbi of SWAT. Bum, bum, All right.
0: You ready for the news?
1: Are you ready is the question.
0: Yeah, we have a new soundtrack from Evan from Evan H. I always forget if it's Hutchinson or Hutchins. But he's, he's the one talking. that gave us the... It's Hutchins, right? Okay, my fake baseball um, email is like Evan Hutchinson.
1: Mm.
0: <laughs> you know that email I used to yeah. fuck with our friends. So it confuses me because <laughs> my fake my fake name is very similar to his real name. So anyway, let's go to the sports.
1: Oh, uh, rolling. We got we got totally new vibes, man. You gotta. Where's the where's the producer at? What's happening?
0: Yeah. So. Look, cause okay, hold on. I told him I wanted something, to go under while you say the sports and I say the news.
1: Right. Play something spooky.
0: But but uh, then he labeled this intro, but doesn't sound like an intro. It sounds like you could do it underneath, and then this one. He says you can we can go completely under. So here we go. Let's just do this. Here we go, Jake to the sports. <sighs> yeah, there you go.
1: I can't so I hear just... it. Okay, now I can kind of hear it. Um okay. Yeah, a little, little futuristic. There we go. Now I got it. Last dance. Part one and two takes over. What the sports world has been missing. Six plus million viewers to the last dance. And yeah, talk about, talk about frogs. Cause it jumped around. Um, Joe Buck finally gets his porn proposal. He's been looking for NFL draft sneaking up Jim Thursday. Uh, yeah. Could be some tech stuff. Shefty was all over that. We did a mock draft sports and stuff. NBA and the players union. They're going to do their salary cut starting May 15th. Yannick, Ngakwe, Jimmy's guy on the Jaguars, gets in a nice fight with the Jags' co-owner on Twitter. Chargers and Pats drop their new unis, Jim. But, yeah, I mean, the story is Joe Buck doing porn.
0: That was crazy timing on your part.
1: You ended as soon as the song ended. Pro's pro.
0: Wow. Oh, started playing again because I had it on loop. I thought it was gonna need two go-arounds, but you crushed it.
1: Nope. Pros pro.
0: Um all right. So the last dance, I mean, is the big story.
1: Last dance.
0: Last dance. Um I I mean I was young, so what what was I? 97, 98. We were like eight or nine years old. I was living in Australia. So I don't know nothing about this season. I've never dived into it. And as far as I can tell uh, even people that did follow along are learning new things that kind of weren't out in the public that much in the first two episodes, which is cool. Um, we were we were kind of poking fun on Twitter about how, like I said, it, it felt like we were watching a doc on shuffle mode, which I, I stand by, yeah. but it's still fantastic. Like, it's still riveting, and I was so into every second of it and enjoying it, but it did feel shuffled up. But people were then like, "Why well, you got to complain about everything. And I was like, I'm not complaining. It, it's great. It's like a 10 out of 10 right now, maybe a 9.5. But it it's weird how they're doing the
1: timeline. I found you completely ribbiting. And, yeah, so that's I, – I think there was a slight miscommunication from ESPN because, hey, I mean, it is great. It's old footage. It's MJ. Um, you know, the – this is the special project that we've kind of been waiting for. And I mean, it, it was timed out to come out this summer, but I guess MJ had the green light on all the, on the content, like when it could be released. And I think after LeBron won in 2016, he gave them the thumbs up to go do it. Uh, so Which that's funny. pretty cool. Um, but uh, this is what a,
0: this is what a real champion looks like. Do you think that's what he said?
1: <laughs> yeah. Let me, let me show you this. Um, so it, it comes out and we're told it's supposed to be the last dance about the, the 97, 98 season. They're going for their second three peat. which I will say this when they opened up, um, and it's getting started and you're excited. And at the same time, you're telling yourself like, wow, this kind of sucks pandemic times, huh? But this is still cool. And then it opened up and it's like, yeah, this was the bulls shot at their second three peat," And you're like, yo, that's nuts. <laughs> um, like we, like that stuff probably won't be seen again in sports. Although you say that stuff in sports and then you do. But, um, I mean, what they're doing is like a whole bulls documentary <laughs> and they're linking it to the final season. I mean, we're, we, we got so much background on Pippin, We got background on Jordan. I think the next two episodes are going to be backgrounds on Rodman and Phil Jackson, which is cool. And I think it's good it's great but they they advertised it as basically strict of a 98 season and when you're when you're hopping back to Scottie Pippen's roots you're kind of like okay how did we just get here cuz we were talking about something else so i mean it's great that they're telling a whole story and the documentary itself is awesome but yeah it was it was a little bizarre that they kind of advertised it as the last dance that one season and they're doing everything which is cool but kind of not what we expected.
0: Well, I think that, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think the, I didn't really know it was supposed to be just about the 98. I had just watched like the one trailer. But so I thought it was about Jordan and all the bulls. Like I, but I didn't watch a lot or read a lot going into it. So I didn't have that feeling. But like the last five episodes of the 10 will probably be about the season and they're doing all of the intro. And, And someone compared it to Slumdog Millionaire. So whenever like, There's a problem that arises. They're going deep into the archives to figure out where the solution or the reasoning is. And I get it. Like I understand how they put together the timeline and the thought of it. It's just, it felt very jumbled. I feel like you still could have made it a little more chronicle. Someone, someone said, well, as a host of a cron pod, you would enjoy it. And I thought that was funny.
1: No. And that's true. And it's, uh, I don't know. I'd say a lot of documentaries have a good (laughs) chronological sense to them. And I mean, this will, but it's funny. They're laying out the backstories. And uh, I don't know. There's also you have to put together the business side of this. And like you're saying, you know, a true 97, 98 documentary, maybe it was a five episode thing. But when this got to business meetings, they said, hey, how do we make this 10? Or or they just
0: interviewed everyone and was like, holy shit. There's so many other stories that we can tie to this that are fantastic. Like him playing golf with Danny Ainge before a game. That They, they have that footage. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, Jordan only getting seven minutes a half or a quarter or whatever. Like that whole story is awesome. So I, I, I'm thankful that they are doing it the way they're doing it because I'm learning way more than I ever knew than if they were to just do the 98 season because all those little yeah. tidbits – and Pippin's contract and and all that, like and Pippin's history with his dad and his brother, just out of fucking nowhere, becoming paralyzed. And of course, that dude is gonna take whatever long term contract gets offered to him because all he knows is that instant injuries and life changing events can happen to you. Uh, so yeah. get locked up. Like, so I really appreciated it. I just felt like there could have been a better device to like go transition to these deep dive. Okay, now we're going... Like, they just did that timeline where they spun the timeline. But I feel like there could have been a better connector. But I don't know. It's it, I, I'm enjoying it thoroughly.
1: Yeah, or I, I don't know. Just it, I, I feel like if the chapters were labeled a little better, but when you start saying that stuff, it doesn't really matter. And yeah, the Pippet money thing that... That uh, could be one of those kind of questionable fillers because, yeah, Scotty obviously wanted to get paid like you said, he took that contract, uh, and it makes sense. Scottie Pippen made more money playing basketball than Michael Jordan. I think yeah, that yeah, fact came out afterwards. So you know, when you harp on something like that, blah blah blah. But uh, and uh, for me, the biggest thing is, and like you're saying, these side stories and spinoffs. Which again, we haven't gotten to Phil and Rodman. Which um, the Rodman, I I think I I forget if they did a 30 for 30 just on him, but his story is probably the craziest of all, all three of them. I mean, he was, he was just working at an airport as a guy, um, playing in leagues. And then he like grew six inches and was like, all right, I just, I'll be the rebounding champ of the world. And it's like, that's not Scotty Pippen walks on to a, a small school, Jordan cut from his high school team. So it is cool that we're getting all this. Jordan wasn't cut. Yeah, but it's, it's the MJ story, um, cut from his varsity team. Excuse me. Um, it's it's wild to see how the story all comes together. And, you know, every story has its details. Scotty being underpaid probably kept that team together a little longer. And that's kind of what happened with Golden State, being able to bring in Durant and stuff like that. So there are these little caveats in time that you do have to bring back up to tell the story. Um, And, yeah, I mean, it's it's always great to see lean, athletic people make fun of a short, fat person.
0: Yeah, well, I guess he was a jerk, too.
1: Yeah, well, he wanted credit. Napoleon syndrome.
0: Yeah, it was
1: funny. They just ripped
0: on him every chance they got.
1: That's tough, man. I wonder uh, how much deeper they're going to get into that, (laughs) because they're being being tough on Jerry.
0: So far, though, Jordan comes off fantastic. Like there was, you know, Jordan said, uh, people aren't going to like me after this. And whenever we get more practice shots or more behind the scenes in the clubhouse of him, like ripping on his teammates. But I thought in the first two, Jordan came off better than we already know him fiery competitor, harsh teammate, but he was also joking around with guys. He didn't drink. He didn't do drugs. <laughs> like it came off pretty good for Jordan.
1: Yeah. Jordan got ahead of it a little bit, I think by saying that, um, because, yeah, I mean, end of the day, anything he does is kind of being an asshole. He's known as, like, the most competitive guy in the world. So it, it almost gets washed instantly. Uh, but, yeah, you wonder how much more the gambling stuff comes up. Or, I don't know, is it being rude to Jerry? Is it being mean to other guys on the team? What what other betting-type stuff is out there? So we'll see. Um, and it's, uh, it, it's kind of interesting just texting with different buddies, and they're like, this is almost the first measurement of time sports people have had. They're like, "Well, now I know what I'm doing the next four Sundays." And it's yeah, uh, it's bizarre.
0: Yeah, I wish I, I wish they just kept rolling it, but gotta all, I got to wait all till next Sunday. I got Sunday shows already that I'm bouncing and now Katie and I are watching our Sunday shows cuz I want to watch this live with everyone. Really messing with me.
1: Move up the Saturday stuff.
0: No, because they come out on Sunday.
1: Right, I'm saying move that other stuff to Saturday.
0: I can't. They come out on Sunday. Oh, we have shows the that come out on comes
1: out. You're watching stuff that comes out on Sunday. You're sick.
0: That's the biggest show release day.
1: You're sick in the head.
0: Um, Joe Buck got a porn proposal, and then he made a joke about how he watches porn. So they could they probably he he pays for porn already, but no, thank you. It's kind of not news because all these porn companies, whenever someone goes viral or, or they need just instant marketing, they just offer a porn contract to someone famous. Like Casey Anthony kills her daughter. Hey, here's want one, a million dollars to do porn. Uh, they offered her a million and it's a headline, you know? So it's kind of the yeah. oldest trick in the book. But uh, Joe Buck said, depending on the site, they could just be handing some of my money back to me. So what website do you think Joe, Buck's, Joe Buck is paying for porn on?
1: Uh, I mean, I lean 8th Street Latinas, but I, I don't know.
0: Okay. Would you do this?
1: Yeah, I would. I think, um, and I think you're going to see someone do it. Cause I think the way they laid it out there was like, we're, we're looking for someone to do a play by play of porn and they kind of started with the king of the realm. It'll be interesting to see where they land. Um, cause yeah, you'll, you'll get Someone chasing cloud to be able to do play by play of a, uh, porn and I I don't know I, I think people would watch so um, accepting applications content.
0: yeah it says it accept accepting applications from other national and local sports commentators I told I told Katie I showed her and I said uh, would you like I, I'd do that and she was like no you can't do that so like, I I don't think I, I, I tr- play it for a million dollars I'd do it.
1: I don't know. I don't know. Depends the gotta, level of uh, involvement. Do you have to you be in is, the shot?
0: I I was thinking that it's quarantine time, so everyone's just gonna be it's it's camp it's cam it's cam shows. So I'd just be sitting here.
1: Right, but would your about, face be on it?
0: Um, probably.
1: Like BBDing in the corner right now.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'd do that for a million for a million dollars. I'd do that.
1: I don't know. I, I think you've got strong family ties and stuff. I, I think you're P- you're a proud man headed in the right direction anyways. I, I don't think you'd want that stigma with you the rest of your life.
0: See, that's where I – maybe I just don't think – I've – I didn't think porn was still stigmatized that much. Like, because Katie said that I mean, too, and I was porn. like, wait.
1: Sex. And I mean, think about – Think about, you still get frustrated at times when when people are like, oh, the Astros guy, and you're like, no, I do a lot of other stuff for that. If you did a million-dollar porno thing, you'd be remembered as the porno guy, like, forever.
0: I'd do it for a million dollars. I don't know. And I also think quarantine times, like, it's a joke, it's funny. Like, everyone would would understand that that's just something that's funny.
2: All right, porno guy. Yeah. It's not like you'd, you're performing in the porn.
0: Yeah, it's just a it's a cam show. So I'm like, next up, blah blah and blah blah. Here they are.
1: I'm not saying you'd be bad at it. I'm I'm just saying the the repercussions. I don't think you'd be down for in the end.
0: I think if I got a million dollars, I could just be like, got a million dollars, paid off my student loans. <laughs> think that, that could be any response? Yeah,
1: just I I just think that's that's on your resi forever i think it's probably how you get remembered and i i think it would close off a lot of opportunities for you in the future
0: uh, you think so yeah maybe i maybe i am underestimating i thought porn lost its stigma i thought everyone was kind of like joe buck openly said that he pays for porn and no one cared like My- i don't think that it's 1950s anymore where people are like
1: oh
0: like no, I don't think anyone's like-,
1: like Joe Joe Buck already has A, he's not doing it. <laughs> um B, I mean he's very established in what he does. I mean, you're growing. You don't want to be remembered as the breakdown guy. You don't want to be remembered as the Astros guy. I mean, if you if you do this, you are the porno guy. And then think about future projects. And you know, we've we've been in some early calls for things like that. People would be like, wait, the the porno guy's doing it? No thanks.
0: Yeah, if it came down to me and there was still a million dollars and I just had to do a voiceover or or announce on a cam show, I could use a million dollars right now.
1: Amen, same.
0: Um, I'd do it. I, I I was surprised. I'm surprised that you think that as well. I was, I was surprised I mean, Katie two, gave me that answer two, two, as well.
1: Two closest people to you are saying, no, we know you pretty well.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think you know how fucking broke I am, and I got sick an idea. Of, <laughs> sick of being in debt. Be uh, a good idea. I think it would lead to more opportunities. I'd do it. I think I still don't see any any negatives if it's the money is that, that much.
1: I'll call you the porn guy the rest of the week, and we'll see where you're at.
0: I mean, that's just you being an asshole. That's Dude, different I'm just than telling you how that's many different than, ev- That's different than that's different than assholes being assholes. Like that's no, just my friend. that's just I'm my, just my best friend you, being an asshole. It it just stick a little different. It would
1: stick. You don't think the porno guy thing would stick? It would.
0: I mean, it would stick for people that I don't care about. But like, if you did it, that would be mean. You're just being very mean to me.
1: I'm just saying you would hear it a lot. So me saying it this week as would be an example of you hearing a lot.
0: I could just mute it, and if I had a million dollars, I could be like, I have a million. Can't mute I paid off. I don't think people would, whatever. I don't think it's that bad. I mean, Lisa Ann is going on every show right now, doing every radio show, and like, well-respected. Like, I mean, if you want to be the next
1: Lisa Ann, you know I've been rooting for that for a while, man.
0: Man, I didn't know you had such a stigma against porn.
1: Catch the net.
0: Um, NBA and the Players Union cut salaries by 25%. So what's this mean? I mean, this is what baseball is saying they're going to have to do too, but bas- basketball yeah, is mean, in a different situation.
1: Th- I, I think we're getting past that hump of like, hey, still pay people and take care of them. Um, I mean, basketball is in the unique spot because their season's already going. So, um, yeah, I think it's it's just what's been coming with the territory.
0: Does this change anything about NBA coming back or anything?
1: I don't think so. No.
0: Because they were, yeah, they're done anyway. Um, The draft is coming up. The tech issues, I listened to you guys, your episode, and you were joking about, like, you know, someone on the live stream is going to fuck up, show their kid, not wear pants. The stream is going to cut in and out, and they're going to be squaring at their computer. And I I was like, yes, that's going to happen. That'll be fun.
1: I mean, it's such a lock. I mean, football people who are bad with technology, um... I mean, yeah, you'll you're gonna see someone going to the bathroom in the background cussing, um, you know, we might get a little like legitimately, no one would be shocked if we woke up Friday morning and it's like, up, oh, Buck's GM has wire, wires pulled by his kid like that would be a perfectly reasonable news story.
0: do you think it'll lead to an actual like like mess up a, a pick? Like they lost the pick because they lost uh, internet connection.
1: Apparently they have fail safes uh, set up for different kind of situations like that. But um I don't know, man. I mean it's uh, we we've all wrestled with the with technology at one point or another, and I mean the the group of people we do have dealing with it. I mean I mean there is a world where, okay, guys, it's internet, <laughs> like let's just do this and be okay. Um, and some people were saying that earlier that like there will probably be less trading and stuff um, during the draft because you just be focused on what you've got going on. And like if that's the worst that happens, I mean, think about where we're at. So uh, but yeah, well, there there will definitely be a a snafu or something to be remembered from this draft.
0: I'm excited for that. Hope it messes yeah. up a big pick
1: good clean content.
0: Better, better internet connection may lead to a quicker trade. You know, it's like a, it's like a phone call race who can dial the numbers faster, but it's like, ah, shit, well, their internet connection is going, going bad. So what are you offering? Okay, great. We'll take that.
1: It's always been my dream. And like, we have the technology so easily, like just set it up as a video game and just like, you know, have the, uh, oh, Tampa Bay offers the Falcons their first round pick in a third and send it over the video game. And it's like, okay, uh, yes or no. <laughs> um, but I don't think they're doing that.
0: It's kind of funny because that would be art. That would be – so video games are art imitating life. And then if you have the life imitate the art, then you're full circle. It's like what is Heavy. this? Yeah. Um, Yannick. Lost a fan today in me.
1: Whoa. Yeah. Your guy.
0: Requesting a trade, then tweets at the GM, owner, exec. What's his official title?
1: I think it's the co owner. I think the con owner
2: owns it. Yeah.
0: Oh, it's the team owner's son who's now co owns it.
2: Tony Khan. I think it's like a Steinbrenner situation. It was like passed on.
0: So he wants to be traded. He said his last game with the Chargers was going to be his last game. Now he's just yelling at them, like, why haven't you traded me? Stop hiding. And then Tony Khan is responding to him on Twitter and being as professional and courteous as you can. And uh, Yannick's response was, just trade me. I don't need the speech. So...
1: Khan had he, he had one word that lost me. Um, in his first reply, he said, sir... Um, which is kind of the the high school kid talking to the referee. Like, I don't think you needed to use that. But yeah, everything else he he executed perfectly. Um, including the <laughs> like. Yeah. By the way, you're <laughs> I'm sure you're really driving up the price today for your value. That was a money line. That was really good. It um, is
0: like who's like but like Yannick's an idiot. Like there will be teams. Who were maybe considering trading for him and see this and be like, we don't want that.
1: <laughs>
0: like, yeah, that's just human Why? nature. Why would you do that? Yep. Um. And then he tweeted to my new future team, whoever it may be. I can't wait to bring great discipline, integrity, and work ethic to that city, wherever I may land. You're going to get the hardest working defensive end in the league. Discipline's a tough word to throw into that when. You kind of couldn't even stop yourself from being an asshole on Twitter.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a tough, tough look for the Unique Ngakwe fans today. So I'm, I'm feeling for you.
2: And he's, uh, he's been putting out these like very public, like demands for a while. It's just been like, this is the first time there's been like any sort of correspondence from the team publicly just like for a while he has been like yeah trade me I don't want to be here anymore. What he should have
1: it. what he should have done was said like at at him and be like
2: hey did you
1: guys trade me yet? And they're like no and he'd say oh oh okay just checking. Yeah. Like I think that would have been fair.
0: That would have been a little better, mm-hmm. less aggressive. More more um yeah. passive aggressive. <laughs> Very yeah. passive. Oh
1: okay. My bad. Just checking.
0: <laughs> just waiting every day for that news. Yeah, he was kind of funny with here. it. I mean, that's the tale as old as time. Put a little humor into your your mix, and yeah. it comes off better.
1: It's always truth and humor.
0: Every time a new team drops new uniforms, he should just tweet like, "Damn, think those would look good on me." And then that opens up. Then teams are like, maybe they do look good on him. They start mocking up pictures of him, putting the uniform on him, deciding as a panel, does it look good on him? Oh, they kind of do. Now we kind of want him. That's how you get trades done.
1: Speak it into reality.
0: Chargers and Pats drop new uniforms, Jake.
1: It's just so huge. Do you like them? Um, I like that the char- I like the Chargers picture. Does that help? Um <laughs> I mean, they've got the powder blue on there. And I I, like that they just have a a variety of uniforms. Sure.
0: Yeah. So that's what I was going to ask is. Did they release like 20 new uniforms?
1: Because what was the last team we looked at? The last team had like three options and we literally couldn't. The Browns, right? The Browns. The Browns had three options and you, you almost couldn't tell any differences. Here are the Chargers. I mean, I'm I'm looking at what four like very different uniforms basically.
0: Yeah. My my problem with this is I can't like what did the old Chargers uniforms look like? Like once I see these. Yeah. I can't I need a when they release these, they need to release a side by side. These are the like old
1: ones. Have a death to the original jersey. I don't think they want to do that because so many of them look similar. Um,
0: I, I like the Chargers jerseys. I mean, I don't like the number on the helmet because now the helmet, like I thought they had a cool helmet and now their helmet's kind of cluttered. I don't know if you can see that.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of with you on that. I, I could go without the number on there. Maybe kinda... put the number in the bolt or something like that.
0: Yeah. Or well, maybe be on be the. Next I be, be next year. year's, yeah,
1: Gotta those plan are good. These out.
0: Um, well,
1: Pats, I, I, I think they literally just took their color rush like Thursday jerseys and just made them their go-to jersey. They did. Hold on. Let me, let me look at. Them. Let
0: me let me look at the Pats.
1: Just the shoulder stuff isn't great. I feel like I feel like a lot of these new uniforms got into shoulder stuff and that's eh.
0: Um Yeah, dude, I don't know. These are good too, but they're just I don't remember what the old pats look like. Yeah. I know that uh I know that our guide Matt was was saying like it took you two years to make these and I made better ones and then he posted better ones, but Right. It's all too simple for me to like the changes.
1: I mean, I they're like not these really changes. They're tweaks, like you said.
0: I don't like the way the shoulders look in this.
1: Yeah, it looks like they made a jersey and then they just slapped two stickers on or something. It feels really unnecessary.
0: The way the shoulder hard line stops is kind of weird. It looks like, like a, I don't know, that looks weird. It looks like a patch.
1: I don't care. Yeah, I'm, I don't love it. Don't love it.
2: That's is kind of changing just for the sake of change since Brady left. It's like new era. <laughs> mm.
0: I get that. Also, gotta sell can't sell That's Brady jerseys, Same gotta thing. sell like new jerseys somehow.
2: No.
0: Anything else in the sports world? Should I cut it to half? It's halftime. Welcome, welcome to halftime, Jake.
1: At halftime.
0: Um, Looks like safety tape on the shoulders said Orange 224 in the chat. I agree with that. Does look weird. Yeah, it looks like they patched him up real quickly. How's your back feeling?
1: Not great. Um, Out of coffee. Not not great. Yeah, it's uh, it's a struggle. Not ideal.
0: We're wearing the same shirt.
1: It's pretty nice.
0: Yeah. How about that?
1: What's above Talking Yanks there?
0: These are our guest shirts. I talked to Yanks on Talking
1: Yanks. Oh, man.
0: There's a bunch at the office. Oh, Katie and I are going to the office today. Pretty nice. We need to get the printer because some dumb company still requires printed out papers. And then I might just pick up a bunch of shit. We have a whole office there. Yeah. You know? We're in here for the long haul. Um, So that'll be interesting, going back to the office and seeing it. Haven't seen it in like three weeks. So kind of a a bummer. Yeah, you think so? Oh, for sure. Let's go to the news.
2: The news today, oh
1: and though the news was rather sad, well, I just had to laugh. Well, it's six o'clock
0: time for the news a man forced to quarantine in a ghost town with a gruesome past he is enjoying it or not enjoying it we will find out pope francis said that whiskey is the real holy water in a censored clip that's been released land O' lakes butter removes the native american woman from their label a woman's a ad- A woman's attraction to chandeliers, it is not a sexual orientation, ruling say. Wow, what a bad headline. Women's attraction to chandeliers, not a sexual orientation, ruling says. And the naked cowboy won't let Corona derail his 20-year career. Okay, a lot going on, Jake. We got Ghosts. We got the Pope talking about whiskey. We got Lando lakes and we got the naked cowboy. Oh, and a chandelier sexual attraction.
1: God. It feels, feels like the news is making a fight back, Jim. What's got you here?
0: Uh, I don't know. I think I'm just going to go in order. Okay. Man. We're, forced to quarantine. we're talking about
1: ghosts. So what's that? We were just talking about ghosts. It's almost a that- segue.
0: That's true. Um, this man was forced to quarantine in a ghost town. And we were kind of talking about this. I don't know where we were. Was it John Boy J? Was it Talking Yanks? We were, we were talking about um, the couple that went to the the tropical island and are now like the only yeah. people on the island. This is a little different because it looks like it's cold in this ghost town. um, But... This looks like the opposite, like he was on a winter vacation. Let me see if I can read this here. Uh, Brent Underwood learned a tough lesson. Don't spend millions on a ghost town in which you wouldn't want to self-isolate. The 32-year-old marketer took sheltering in place to the next level when he became trapped in a California ghost town he recently purchased. The problem is there's no running water, and a snowstorm has him trapped. Plus, it may be haunted. I thought they were using ghost town as, like, deserted, but it's yeah. truly a haunted town. When I first got out here, I was in a T-shirt and enjoying myself, Underwood tells the Post, and then it snowed for four days straight, and now there's no way out. He bought Cerro Gordo, a former silver mining town with a murderous history for $1.4 million in 2018 aside from monthly visits underwood has largely left in the care is largely left in the care of its full-time live-in caretaker of 21 years robert desmaris oh that's even creepier that there's a full-time caretaker that's been there for 21 years like Hoarder of the ghosts um oh so then when when corona happened underwood agreed to take over duties for a week while the caretaker checked in on his wife in Arizona, but that was a month ago. So now he's stuck in a ghost town under five feet of snow. There's no snowshoes here. And the road is seven miles long down a steep hill, but that will only get him to a 35 person town without grocery stores. And he's found himself out of breath after snowshoeing for just several yards. (laughs) The closest town with a grocery store is 26 miles away. Oh shit. This is like tragic. He's been melting snow for water. And while he's out of bread and vegetables, he has enough rice and canned tuna to get him through until the snow thaws. He remains in good spirits, but a different type of spirit is giving him trouble. This article goes on and on.
1: Yeah, this is this is three stories in one here. But at the same time, um, I don't feel bad for this guy at all. Um, You you bought a town, quote unquote, for 1.2 million dollars. And now what? Now now you've trapped yourself in your ghost house.
0: Um okay, I think that this Jake that's the caretaker and him. So I know it it's gets tiring to call conspiracy theory time and time again. Okay. I think maybe this dude a bought a ghost town and like any time it snows in college or high school when you're younger or it's 32, but still the idea still comes like, wouldn't it be fun to be stuck here? Like just the thrill of it. And maybe he was like, Oh, I have this town. I have a cabin. We can just go there. It'd be so awesome thinking it's going to last a week. And then now he's there for a month and like, it really sucks. And there's no one to be with. But at this point, I mean, get over the 14 days. You're rich enough to buy a $1.4 million town. Um, you can probably, you know, do the 14-day quarantine on day 14, have someone come pick you up in a helicopter, wear some fucking rich-ass plastic wrap, and go back to your real home and then do 14 days there. Seems like he he's rich enough to get out of this. Now it seems like he's promoting this ghost town that he might turn into a tourist attraction.
1: Yeah, uh, and it looks like he he lives in Austin, Texas, normally. So like, yeah, and I I think the other sleeper thing here is maybe maybe this is future advertising to like rent out the house. Yeah, that's what uh, I'm saying. He's um, he,
0: I think this is he's advertising yeah. something.
1: Like you make you make this into part of the Airbnb when you look at it. Um, feels feels like what's going on here because when there's a lot of different solutions and all of them link into money. Like I'm sure if he walked into the 35 person town, he could have an Uber waiting for him. Um, just, just seems like he's not doing that.
0: Dude, check out this picture of this ghost town. We're doing wild West on last in the past right now. And like little ass towns like these are so cool to me. I might even make this full screen. Like that's Cerro Gordo. like in the little Valley there, <clears throat> they were mining those mountains and that was the little town that set up shop. And then two kids died and then it's not used anymore. Like, look at that. It's cool. If I had the million dollars, I think I'd purchase it. I don't know what I'd do with it, but it looks awesome.
1: Yeah. I mean, this was just a flex by this guy to get bought. Um, I I think Austin and San Francisco are two places where it's a lot of new money and it's, you know, a pissing contest a lot. And one of the bigger trump cards is I own a town.
0: Yeah. Look at look at this old town. You could definitely turn this into amusement, but I don't know how many people live close by. Look, look at these old pictures, the old railroad and the old bridge. Oh, hold on. Somehow I lost your mic. Got me. Oh, gotcha. Um. Look at this one. That's crazy. Sure. That's awesome. I'm jealous of this guy. Minus the whole melting snow. I don't think he's melting snow. Dude. All right. I'm sorry. That's like really cool. Fuck. Yeah. I do one porn announcement and get a million dollars. I could buy this town off him.
1: Jim, you're not even factoring in the taxes after everything. You're getting net six fifty. You're about halfway there. You said you want to pay off your debts. Now we're back even lower.
0: Yeah, it's true.
1: Just don't dream about it, man.
0: I'll up it one point five.
1: What are you up in price of the house?
0: No, no, no. Price of me announcing being being the camera. On your porn
1: demands now. Wow, porn guy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, the Pope said that whiskey is the real holy water, in a censored thing.
1: I mean, I uh, a twenty a twenty two year old James O'Brien. This hits you know two two of your top five things you got going on.
0: Uh huh. Well, I, lo- I like whiskey a whole bunch.
1: You love and, popes.
0: Uh, I'm not into Catholicism at all, although the new Pope's fine. Just funny what's name
1: our second what what did you specifically name our second college house? Pope house. Okay. Defense has no more questions.
0: What was I on trial for?
1: I can't talk about it, man. (laughs) You're the the defense.
0: Well you're the, the defense?
1: Yeah, man. I'm just getting my message out to the public.
0: What are you on trial for then? <laughs> that You had to ask me that question. I can't question. talk about that, man. <laughs> um. So uh, Kearney said the Pope was really down to earth with them all and didn't opt for the usual procedure when handed the bottle of whiskey as a gift. He said when they handed him the bottle, instead of just handing it to his assistant as he normally would with a gift, he held it up and said... Questa e la vera aqua santa, which means this is the real holy water. It's just kind of funny that, like, the, the Pope makes a joke and is a normal human, and that's the headline. That shows you where things went wrong.
1: He guffawed with laughter as it was a real icebreaker with the students to put everyone at ease. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, this, this ties into one of my few stand-up jokes that, um, I mean... The people in the religious community just have it too easy to make a joke.
0: Yeah. You're right. It's a lot, there's some stand ups about dru- that.
1: Your drunkard friend at the bar says, ah, this is the real holy water. You don't even tell people he made that joke. You're kind of mad that he made that joke.
0: It was a pretty bad Pope joke. Pope makes
1: that joke. It's a worldwide international phenomenon.
0: Yeah. I think people are trying to, like, you know, say the Pope's a bad guy now because of this, which is annoying.
1: Well, and all the other stuff, but...
0: Lando Lakes Butter are getting rid of the Native American woman woman on their logo. Was anyone even coming at them? Like, I understand them doing this because that's kind of... uh, I mean, everyone is. But this doesn't... It never seemed like a disrespectful logo or at least making them logos at all might be disrespectful. But was anyone coming at Land Lakes? Like, you know, people have been coming at the Redskins because that's actually a terrible term for, for a while.
1: Well, Jim, you're, you're here hosting a, a sports and news podcast where the Redskins would get brought up. We don't have a Butter podcast. Um, I'm not in that community at all. So I'd assume this is pretty big news uh, amongst Butter Twitter.
0: So this is the new logo. The new logo is pretty good.
1: Yeah, I'm fine with and, it. Uh, yeah, Lando Lakes, and you—you you got the the Native American on there. Yeah, there's some bad taste stuff there. So I'm sure somebody was giving them some guff. I wonder who. No, it sucks. That person's—that person probably made it a pretty significant mission to get the Lando Lakes, um, cover changed, and now they've got nothing to do.
0: Yeah. I'm going to speed read this because I want to know what happened. Sure. The Butter Maiden is no more. Dairy Cooperative Land Lakes has removed the image of a Native American woman from its butter packaging. The co-op's logo depicted a Native American woman kneeling on a mound of grass holding a package of butter and an image that critics have said is offensive. The company issued a press release in February announcing it was revamping the label to showcase... F- Farmers and commemorative Land O'Lake's 100th anniversary. But the press didn't release, even mentioned the Butter Maiden. The original logo was painted in 1928 and has been updated a number of times over the years. The new label is very similar to the old one with the uh, obvious omission and some new text that says farmer owned above the Land O'Lake's brand mark since 1921 below. So they said some people were coming at them. As Land Lakes looks towards our 100th anniversary, we recognize we need packaging that reflects the foundation and heart of our company's culture, and nothing does that better than our farmers-owned whose milk is used to produce Land Lakes dairy products, Beth Ford, the company's president, said in the press release. The change was welcomed by those who say the image is racist and an example of cultural appropriation. The new logo has already started to appear on packaging for some products and will be fully rolled out by the end of 2020. Uh, yeah, I guess I'm kind of interested in the history of why that was their logo like what did that native american women have to do with because because like were they going with from the land and native Amer- Amer- American? Yeah, from the so. land
1: I, I think you got it um trying to make it seem like it was you know made in the usa almost type stuff yeah. um i i think the other i think the other strong angle here is lando lakes being like hey nobody's come at us for this and we could probably get some good PR, so let's just get ahead of this.
0: Yeah, it's great. It's a good, it's good play yeah. by them. I think so. We're hey, all talking we, about them.
1: We just we, we wanted to get in touch with all of the media and say that we we have finally done it. Like what?
0: Yeah. Uh, and even bigger news, Jake: a British woman who has been in a long-term relationship with a 92-year-old German chandelier has been told that her attraction to historic light fittings is not considered to be protected, to be a protected sexual orientation. So that's, that's good.
1: Pisses me off, man.
0: Pisses you off that she's not allowed to be in a sexual relationship with a chandelier.
1: Just pisses me right off. Um, You, you know, I have experience with lights, um, less experience with women, but uh, I, I just don't know. I mean, are they in love?
0: You know no. what's a little upsetting about this, Jim Waterson, oh. media editor?
1: She has a sexual attraction to Lumiere from Beauty and the Beast, who I've been compared to often.
0: Yeah, she's attracted to all the chandeliers. But... Uh... The picture above is just a picture of a chandelier. Like, I want to know the chandelier she's attracted to.
1: Right. And is it a hot chandelier or not? hmm Exactly.
0: Because, like, some chandeliers are beautiful, elegant. Right. They transcend you to a time and place. Like, they can be pretty moving. Think about the Titanic. That was nice.
1: It's a great chandelier. All time.
0: Yeah, well, it was one of the all-time chandeliers.
1: Yeah, I mean it's Titanic, Lumaire, what's another famous chandelier? It's got to be a good one in the White House or something, right?
0: You would you would like to think.
1: Maybe where where does the queen live? Buckingham.
0: Buckingham. Yeah, there's probably a chandelier there. I'm just looking at pictures of the chandelier in the Titanic. There's one of it at the bottom of the sea. Sad.
1: Not as fun.
0: Um the next story we have here, I don't I don't I don't know about this one. The the Naked Cowboy is still doing his thing. So,
1: In Times Square?
0: Yeah. He's doing it. I mean like I don't I don't get it. I mean I've never got it, but people love him and stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, he's been doing it for 20 years. I made the decision probably 25 years ago that I'd be the most celebrated entertainer of all time, that I would be the number one icon representing New York for all time to inspire, impact and motivate. I'm big Tony Robbins guy all about goal. Oh, I'm out. Um, Mm. so I mean, sure. I mean, who's he doing it for? How's he making money if no one's there to take pictures with him?
1: I mean, Hey, he's in Rolling Stone magazine. There's some good press for him. Um, and yeah, hey, I mean a, a little respect to what he does. I mean, he hasn't missed one day in 20 years, 6 months and 28 days, man. I mean, you appreciate a good streak.
0: I want I want someone on his worst day. Go find me video footage of how, like how miserable he was.
1: That's that's tough, man.
0: Well, no, it's it's like Jordan's flu game. Like I want to see him grind it out.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I mean, Jordan's flu game isn't his worst day. You know what I'm saying? Well. Like, that's that's one of Jordan's most inspired performances ever. That's But he was Jordan's feeling like, I want the day where he's... Highlight.
0: I want the day where he was... His worst day where he was like, man, I don't want to perform today. I, I am so sick. I'm puking. I'm throwing up. And then I want to see him gut that out.
1: Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, again, yeah, I think you're... It's a couple different things there, because I think when anyone's sick like that, I think you get a little inspired, and you're like, you know what? There's some people that wouldn't be out here doing this. I'm gonna really shove today, and I think that's what you see in Jordan in the flu game, and and that's probably what you're gonna you're you're asking for his worst. You're gonna get his best.
0: Yeah, yeah, yes. That's yeah. We're on the same page. We're just saying two different yeah. things. I want to see his. Yeah. Want to see, see his performance. You
1: want to see his highlights.
0: Yeah. I want to see the before and after thrown up in the room, and then going out there and just giving it his all. But wonder yeah, if there's weird some, guy.
1: Wonder, wonder if there's some fibs to that streak too. Like, oh, guarantee he's, he's been out there every day. Like one day he just went out on D's guitar, gave one strum, and went back inside.
0: I I guarantee it. It's like Lou Gehrig's streak. I'm I'm sure it's been it's been altered and doctored a little bit.
1: I don't but know. Good for good if for him. Anyone, I believe, it's that guy. I mean,
0: he is the living embodiment of your quote. You can do anything you want in this world.
1: It's America, I mean, man.
0: This guy tells his parents, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna wear whitey tidies and a cowboy hat and sing for people every single day." No, you're not, son. It's a terrible dream. How are you even? going to... No one's done that. And then look at him. He's done Just it.
1: Just wait probably rich right
0: living well I don't know man because like once you quit you know who do you think
1: gets the nod who do you think gets the nod for the porn commentary you or uh cowboy
0: uh uh, dude I don't know does he have time he's got to be outside in Times Square
1: well, you could play earlier in the day and then come inside, you know.
0: Give him the give him the nod, but it depends on the price. Because I've raised mine yeah. to 1.5. I'm
1: I'm I'm interested to see. So you won't do it for a million. Me and Katie were right. Nice.
0: Well, you inspired me to ask for
1: more. Inspirational guy. I mean, that's what you get every day, babe.
0: That's the end of the news. The naked cowboy still out there. Who's he out there for? Like the fucking sanitary workers?
1: Rolling Stone baby
0: I think he's I think he's like You give me a live shot Of Times Square Right now Is the Naked Cowboy Strumming And playing Or is he just kind of Sitting down Looking at his phone While no one's around him hmm. Someone get it Show me Alright think that's the rest of the show you got anything else you want to do better today i know what hold on i know we made yeah where's
1: the better the day music better the day it's the better the day better
0: the day better the day i know we made bbd write it down last time
2: yeah one moment
0: is the uh
1: the the taiwan baseball league do they have odds and stuff Jim, we've got a huge event coming up Thursday: NFL Draft. Man, it's, it's draft week.
0: Yeah, but we got a show tomorrow.
1: Yeah, but we're gonna we're gonna get three bets this week, and then we'll be able to check on them next week. Oh, okay. Yeah, make the people some money.
0: There's no games ult- in the said, uh,
2: I think you ultimately said you couldn't find odds, and we didn't end up putting one. But we wanted to play the music last week because I didn't write anything, but I wrote "bet of the day and underlined it, put a colon.
0: When was it when Jake texted Adopt. you? Oh,
2: oh, you did text later. You said you would find something wow, later. Wow, BBD.
0: I thought Jake texted Man. you his bet. He
2: texted both of us.
0: And I thought I agreed with him. We got to go pretty up. Why are we texting so much?
1: It's free money.
2: Okay, Tottenham Hotspur. Yes, that's. Oh, what it, was. it was an we esports were, thing. We e-sports. were
0: both on the Spurs.
2: Yeah. Against Porto.
0: So I mean, Spurs Fabio won. Fabio
2: Silva.
1: Yeah, that. That Spurs won. We'll chalk that up as a win.
2: Chalk
0: that, yeah. Only way we can find out if we lost is if BBD finds it or keeps track of the bets. So
1: there's no way of finding that. So yeah.
0: So you have a bet for today. You're doing three three NFL draft I,
1: bets. I, I, draft drafts coming up. I'll, I'll leak you one for per day, so you can so you can make a little queso um, on Thursday night. Uh, which one will I give them first for that? free good good money um the first free money i will give you is let's see lsu players drafted no um let's go total quarterbacks drafted jim total quarterbacks drafted in the first round and i'm gonna go over Ooh, god it's a tricky one never mind they tried to trick me with that one they didn't give me a half point on it We're going to do total.
0: We don't want to push.
1: Total Ohio State players drafted in round one. We are going to go over two and a half. And that one makes you some money, Jim. Two and a half? Yeah.
0: Okay. Over. Over, huh? Two and a half.
1: The Ohio State, yep.
2: stupid but
0: he's smart well i meant to hit that i didn't agree with you but i hit the wrong i hit the wrong button so of course i agreed with you
1: enjoy the money
0: who are your three players from ohio state getting drafted
1: well they're gonna have probably the second and third picks in the draft um With Okuda, your guy at corner, Big Chase coming off the end. Um, And then I think their running back ends up sneaking into the end of the first round. So there's your three.
0: Wow. All right. Thanks, Jake. Appreciate it. That ends the show. See you tomorrow. we'll We'll talk about other things and more stuff. And hopefully Jake's back feels just a touch better.
1: Just a little bit would be nice.
0: Just a little bit better would be nice for Jake. Goodbye. Nice music.